Hey guys, this is your girl Exclusively L. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another edition of Exclusively L Presents. Today we are going to be chilling. I got my guy in the green room, Fish Hooks, and we are going to be hanging out with him, asking him some pretty in-depth questions so that we can introduce him because he is a featured artist on Soul Cafe's platform. So let's bring him in the booth because you guys don't want to talk to me. You guys want to see what's happening with him and so do I. So Fish, what's happening? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's good? What's happening? Yeah, nothing much, man. We just wanted to go ahead and bring you on in and get some information. I know you've been working your you-know-what off, so we are super excited about the projects that you have out and about the projects that are forthcoming. Before we get into that, though, I want you to go ahead and just explain the name Fish Hooks because people might want to know what does that mean? What is it about? How did it come about? So tell us. Okay, well, first of all, my last name is Caldwell, and back in high school, they used to call me Codfish, you know, <laughs> Cod, you know, Cod, you know, hey, Cod, and then, and then, then it went from Cod to Fish, and then Catfish, and then, uh, then it was just Fish for a couple years, and then, uh, I was actually, uh, I was actually an addict on the streets of Seattle, for 40 years of my life so nicknames were a big thing and uh and I used to call myself uh singing hooks at the studio for uh for little youngsters little rap little rap artists uh for several years I uh, was connected with um with the with a group of uh musical people and uh and they knew I could sing so I was I would sing all the hooks on all their songs and so they call me Fish Hooks. So that's, so the singing hooks for, for people, uh, then it turned, turned into Fish Hooks, and, and that stuck with me. So and the rest is history, much. huh? That's what you, you, that's your new name now, Fish Hooks. That's right, Fish <laughs> Hooks, that's right. You Google F-I-S-H-O-O-K-Z, I'm the only one that comes up. So I got, I got, I got a, on the internet search, I'm the only one. So uh, the unique name uh, paid off for me, you know? Well, listen, thank you guys in the community from back in the day for giving him that name. I'm sure he is really, really ecstatic about it now because he's blessed and it has really stuck and you have definitely made a name for yourself. Now, I did hear you mention that there was a time in life that you were out, about, lost, wandering, trying to find your way. Talk to us a little bit about that. How did you go from being out there in the streets and being addicted to getting yourself back on track? Because somebody out here is listening and they're going to need a little assistance on how that happens. Go ahead and share that, please. Yeah, well, first of all, it's like, you know, uh, you know when you when you sur- surround yourself with people who are, or get high, stay high motto back in the 80s, you know, that was when that crack, crack epidemic hit. And it hit everybody's family that I know, in one way or another. And uh, and I was I was right along with it. You know, everybody was getting high at the time, and it was real cool to get high. And unfortunately uh, for me, I, I have an addictive personality. So like, if I wanted to quit, uh, it was harder for me to quit than it was for the average person. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. I realized that uh, you know consequences started uh, piling up. And uh, and my will to live was leaving, and uh, 
to the penitentiary, been shot, stabbed, pistol whipped, uh, kidnapped, beat with baseball bats, all because I was hanging around the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's just part of uh, that lifestyle, you know what I mean? When you live in that lifestyle, you have to pay a price for living in that lifestyle. So I paid that price and some. And uh, and what I realized is, is that I was a hurt little boy before I got high. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I had some, some issues, childhood issues, that I was medicating with drugs and alcohol like the divorce of my family. My mom and dad divorced and when I was 11 years old and, and I kind of like internalized that as my identity is gone now. You know, what what I valued most is no longer there. Your, your, like two, your two-parent household has now been destroyed and that's a trauma that you were holding on to and trying to numify, so say. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The, the fighting, the domestic violence, the, all that, you know, seeing all that stuff and and realizing that my whole identity has been uh, been destroyed because they, those two just can't get along, and uh, and I internalized that like any child would. Doesn't I, don't, I didn't know how to process it. So getting high kind of like eased the pain of, of childhood issues, uh, but it's a cold price you have to pay later on in exchange. You know, for the comfort that alcohol tells you that it's giving you, uh, it's actually uh, creating a prison, a personal prison. Like uh, alcohol and drugs became the master and I became the slave. But because it was the master and the slave, you knew that you weren't going to get very far going down that path. So at some point you had to pull yourself up out of the ruins of that. And that is what the young mind out there, maybe even the old mind out there in radio world is listening to and would like to know, you know, they may be struggling with something. How did you come out of the ashes and rise like a phoenix? Well, the main thing was, it was like, uh, after 40 years of drinking and drugging, uh, I, I got, uh, a divine intervention from the Seattle police department and, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and some probation officers that uh, that they introduced me to accountability yep. outside accountability. Yeah. I had to piss. I had to piss in the cup clean. I had to, uh, or I was gonna do 175 months. So they kind of like uh, when you live wrong long enough, you have, there, there's only one choice: get sober, or get locked up, or die. That, those were the only. Those are the only choices I had. I didn't have to continue down that path anymore. Like. And so I got me a little time sober, got me a job, uh, started my business, Well Done Services. Uh, and after a year and a half, I stopped going to meetings and uh, relapsed. And that relapse took me to the bottom that I, that, that, uh, that's where I met God. Right. Where I met God was, you know, I used to collect guns. And uh, because I was always thinking that somebody from the past might come back to haunt me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, and so uh, relapsing, then the paranoia kicked in, and then uh, then all the drugs were gone. I sold my car to the dope man. He wouldn't give me any more, and the sheriff was about to put me out of my apartment. So like, I got suicidal, and mm-hmm. I loaded the cut, I, I loaded the pistol, mm-hmm. and I put it to the side of my head, and then I had a moment of clarity. 
that I would leave my mom to suffer the rest of her life um, because her son chose to blow his brains out. Right. And my God's got. And when you go to God's Got the Power video uh, on YouTube, I, I reenacted that whole episode in that song. Yeah, um, definitely. And, We're gonna get into that and touch on that. And and because your pat your story is so powerful, um, how hard has it been for you? How 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 hard and how important has it been for you to tell your truth? This is your truth. This is not a, a, a story you made up. It's not something you're you're trying to fantasize and live by to be cool. It's not. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is a story. This is your truth. This is your life experience. So how important has it been for you to share it? And how hard has it been for you to release it out loud? Well, the one thing is that I know that there's other people who suffer from the same thing I suffered from. Mm-hmm. And they, they feel they feel that there's no way out. And, and that's a lie. You know, that's a lie that we tell ourselves because we're hopeless and broken. But in that hopeless and broken state uh, of hopelessness is the perfect opportunity for surrender. And, and God is going to be there. When you, when you recognize God, God is going to recognize you. Absolutely. That's what, I, that, that's what I've learned in my life. Okay. Because life is not a fucking party. It's a responsibility. That it you know? is. That it is. And some people, it takes longer than others to learn that lesson. Me, I had a lot of things that God gave me clarity to tell me that I deserve this new life and that you're going to work for it one day at a time like everybody else. And and that you didn't forget anything back there at that lifestyle. It's time to leave that behind and boldly move forward and follow your dreams. And that you have been doing. I remember... Um, when you, you, you bought it up when you were explaining your name, Fish Hooks. And I remember when you were in a singing group, I think it was maybe four, maybe five of you guys. And I was, I was really young, but I did come and I saw you guys perform and, um, you guys were really, really good. And I, I was just a young person in the background trying to just hang out and party and, you know, live my life and yay. But I heard you guys sing and it, you guys had an R&B group. And I was like, oh my God, they're super awesome. And I'm, I, I was running up like a fan trying to get an autograph. I know you guys, I know, I know. <laughs> I was, I was kind of groovy, groovy back then. <laughs> I was trying to get an autograph. Um, and it's crazy how our paths have now realigned into the industry that we're in. But do you find it harder to perform in a group versus performing solo? Uh, I feel like it's when when you have to when you're dealing in a group setting with people, man, with all different personalities and different uh, different agendas and outside issues, um, life issues that are affecting them from showing up to uh, to do the group thing. It's so much a pleasure for me to work by myself because <laughs> because for me I don't have the headaches of of. Other people not showing up for her rehearsals. You know, I know my drive and my determination is not going to be slowed down by the next person. Right. I have a vi- I have a vision that God has given me personally that I know that that if I pursue it myself, maybe we could do the the, the group thing later. But right now, 
At 60 years old, I don't have any time to wait around for people. Right. It's time for me to, to, uh, to leave behind some loving memories and some great music so, so that I have something as a time capsule. Even after I'm gone, people can listen to my music. Absolutely. You want to leave back down a legacy um, and, and have that, that musical vault, so say, that can be opened up. And, and leave some timeless music behind, of which you have done thus far. Uh, I do know um, Summertime and, and God's Got the Power and uh, Fantasy Lane. I don't want to touch too much on that because I do have some questions pertaining to that. I will go back and I will ask you, because you did mention that you're, you know, you're not no, not no fresh meat in the game. You know, you've been in this game for a minute. So with that yeah. being said, you know, the industry is always changing. And in your opinion, I want to know, what does it take to stay relevant? Because somebody out there is feeling like, oh my God, I'm 60. Oh my God, I'm 25. I was supposed to do this at, at maybe 15. Oh my God, I'm 30. I'm not going to be able to do this anymore. I'm too old. But you at 60 are still hitting the ground and you're hitting it hard. So we want to know, what, what does it take to stay relevant? Well, the one thing, the one thing that's got me going right now is is that deep within each person is a committed desire to be better. Mm-hmm. And whatever it takes for you to get there, and you get there when you you get there when you do. It's not like it's not an age thing. And 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 like singing, singing is is timeless. You know, I know I know artists that have sung till they can't even sing a note anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But so for me, I just realized that I'm not going to be a old rapper you know I'm not gonna be any I'm not gonna do all that but but if it's your dream you follow it it, it doesn't matter and, and in order for me to stay current what I do is I, I listen see I listen to the radio and I'm not really impressed with the popcorny sound you know that I hear <laughs> nowadays and, and the, the message is mm-hmm. not clear the message it's not clear mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Not about love, unity, or any of that stuff that uh, that that actually I go back to because the the Black Power movements, those those songs that bring us together with love and unity, right? You know, is something that's missing right now, and so I, I want to be able to fill that void and 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 to give a give give new people a flashback to the to the love to the love that's missing. You know that, that that has the power to join us together, and um, it's always a challenge for me to reinvent myself on each song. You know, I don't want to sound like the same guy every song, so I try and expand my my uh, my vision. To how how can I cater to the listener, not cater to fish hooks, but cater to the listener to give them something pleasant and take them on a journey. You know. That maybe they can re- they can relate to uh, a situation or or a love affair or 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 a moment in time in their life when they can relate to what's being sung about in the song. And that's absolutely what you've been doing. And as an artist myself, I definitely understand where you're coming from in that aspect. You want to make sure that you you don't have the same kind of tired sound, I guess. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure that they still know that it's you. You know, there's still something unique about the voice 
that you're carrying through in each song and in each message that you bring. And you have conveyed that tremendously. Um, God's Got the Power, you guys, uh, out there in Radio Land is available on YouTube. That tells the story that Fish Hooks has been openly and willingly sharing with us throughout this interview of us being together. I really want you guys to go and look at that. I think the dramatization behind it, uh, as far as um, you know, the the character, the the uh, reenactment of of his life, uh, has basically been done to a superb job. I, I I can't even talk on it. I'm kind of stuttering here because I saw the video, and I know Fish's background, and I'm I'm very familiar with it. And um, I was in tears when I saw when I first saw God's Got the Power. Um, I, I didn't know, I didn't realize it had been that intense, um, of a comeback for you. So that I, I was very impressed with you guys will be as well. The others, um, summertime, that's my song. I love that song. I love that song because I'm a summertime kid and I just like to get dressed up. I like that it's hot outside. I like that, you know, everybody's shining their cars up. I'm still probably the one driving around with a dirty car, but I don't care because I'm still there. <laughs> I'm still out there. <laughs> and I'm in the summertime kicking it. So the summertime anthem is my absolute favorite. Um, you guys that are not here in Washington or may have not seen Fish, you guys will see his truck inside the video. He's got this super dope truck and it's it's super bright and super summertime-ish and I love it. And I, I just love that video. Tell us a little bit about Summertime and, and how that got made or, or how you felt in making that. Because that's a feel-good song. Well, the thing about it for me was that uh, even though we live in the city of rain, uh, you know, Seattle has beautiful summertime. We do. I mean, we do. Very, very, very family-oriented, um, very... Uh, Especially on, like on the waterfront where I did the video, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you can you can actually see how family gets together and, and the unity and the and joy and the cool breeze, the seagulls. Um, now, now wait a minute. Now I don't know if I enjoy them damn seagulls, but the cool breeze is cool. The seagulls, please yeah. stop feeding them because that's why my car remains dirty, amongst other things. But nonetheless, yeah. <laughs> you're right. Well, when you, well, when you see them at a distance and they're in groups and and, the, and they're flying over the water, it is pretty. Ferry boats, and, you know, it's just like it's like I just wanted to capture what summertime meant for me and how uh, how how it's a great time for people to uh, set aside their petty differences and, and be available in the moment. Absolutely, enjoy the, enjoy the sunlight of the spirit in the weather and 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 like just for me man summer is just a great time to celebrate life it so. is it is and i concur now you got something else happening too fantasy lane that was another one and i was shocked that i mean i i have to be honest i didn't know fantasy lane was out there and i went digging on my digging spree like i always do going in my crate looking for what's happening and i saw fantasy lane and i was like oh this is a romantic love situation it's a love connection so am i yeah. right am i wrong is that what i conveyed from that yeah well that's uh, that, I, that that was uh i had got out of a, of a relationship and i told myself that i was never i was only gonna date from that time on until I met this woman I'm with now. And uh, there was something about her 
personality and something about her uh, that, that allowed me to uh, set aside, you know, my, uh, to change my mind and give love a try again. So uh, I realized that coming from where I came from, uh, that lifestyle that I came from, I kind of destroyed my intimacy with women. Mm-hmm. And you have to, I have to recapture what that really means to give of yourself and to uh, and to trust trust again and to, uh, to to actually pour into somebody and allow them to pour into you and uh, and how how uh, you know how how much more how much more work I really got to do on relationships. Oh yeah, you it's know, a, it's a lot of work you know? now. It don't happen easy. And you've got beautiful black woman, and we love black love. We are here for it. Shout out to her. We'll keep her name yeah, on the low yeah. low. We know who you is. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, I got the beat from Cedric Armstrong. Okay. He sent me, he sent me that beat, and uh, he said, "See what you can do with this." And uh, and that has special meaning to me too because uh, we grew up uh, in the same era. Doing this, had the same struggles, but he's got his life together, and, uh, and he heard that I had my life together, and I heard he was he was producing some music. I was like, man, send me a beat, man, send me. When are you gonna send me a beat? And uh, kept sweating him, kept sweating him, and, uh, and finally he sent me this beat. And uh, right when I heard it, it was it just it told a story that I wanted to tell, and. Uh, well, I think you conveyed that very, very well with regards to, um, I'm, I'm familiar with him as a producer as well. And I definitely know that there um, are songs that he has that can captivate a story if being laid and told right. And you did a fantastic job with regards to that. So, you know, thank you for being able to, to write, for being able to open up, for being able to be vulnerable and love again for being able to have a summertime song for us to roll out to. I want to know who's your biggest inspiration? Like who is the person that inspires you the most? I think, uh, I think Charlie Wilson is a big, a big influence because he was, he struggled with drug addiction as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, he, and he bounced back. And, um, and I'm just, I mean, I'm in really in awe of God, how big God can be when you allow God to be big in your life, mm-hmm. how, how there's a spiritual inspiration that comes, that can only come from God, from within. And, and that's, that's from a, it's not believing in God, it's a knowing, it's an inner knowing that there's something protecting you. There's something that, you know, that's kind of one of the reasons why I think God's got the power is to recognize that uh, I can't, I can't, I can't live this life by myself. Right. Like this life, this life to have a manageable spiritual life and to be a spiritual man and really have my eyes open in a spiritual uh, concept of life is is only a blessing when you've come from such a dark place. Right. Uh, you see, right. You see, you see things. You see life. Way differently, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a priceless gift. It's, it's not, you know, we all go through what we go through. But at the end of the day, um, we fall down, but, but it's all about 
back up. You got to get yourself back up. Don't be staying down there now. Jump back up and dust the dust off. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> not, not everybody gets back up. I know. You know. I know. Depression is real. Anxiety is real. Mental health is real with, with traumas and issues. And you're absolutely right. You know, I, I said it jovially and, and a little jokingly, you know, dust yourself, pick yourself up and dust yourself off and get back up. But it is very hard for some more so than others. And I have been to some centers and I have seen it firsthand. And I just kind of thought everybody just kind of picks themselves up and dusts themselves back off and you had a bad day. Oh, well, but it's not true. Some people really, really struggle. Um, and I'm glad that there are resources now more so than probably, you know, from in your day uh, oh, yeah. than, there, than, than there was then um, to be able to assist with that because it's real. It's real life and it happens. And I know that for you, you were saying that, you know, of course, God is, is the biggest inspiration because he, he's shown you a whole new life, a whole new world, so say. But I listen to these songs and I don't necessarily put you in any kind of a genre. You kind of make music that you feel good about in the moment. You know, there's moving on and there's misunderstood that are songs of yours, too, that are kind of more um, black power uh messages that are within them and so I wouldn't necessarily call yourself a gospel uh, artist or in a gospel genre what are you what would you say of yourself if someone asked you well what do you do what do you sing what's your genre I would say uh I would say uh well I I got a little bit of everything Right, right. It's it's hard as a creative to kind of dictate to one to someone, you know, putting yourself in a box to be one specific thing. I definitely get that because our minds are so creative that we want to create and we want to give the audience and the people the best of us um, with what 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 the mood we're in and what we're feeling and what we want to write about. Um, you know, what advice would you give to somebody who's interested in getting into the business? Because You've been doing this, like I said, a long time. I remember I said I was a groupie trying to get an autograph. Now I got a whole interview. <laughs> and the one, the one thing I can say is that, is that whatever your craft is, you have to be committed to it. Like if you're a singer, go get voice lessons. Like I'm, I'm still, I'm about to go still embark on getting some voice lessons. I'm about to get some voice training, you know, um, that I haven't done, that I need to do. Um, at this age, you know, it doesn't matter what how old you are. It's like it's like what drives you. Right. You know, if you, God gives you dreams. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and and those aren't just given to you because they're that's what they are. Dreams are what's possible for everybody. Everybody has some type of dream, mm-hmm. but it but it's up to the individual dig down deep within their self and say, make a commitment to live out that dream before they, before they, before they're no longer here on earth, you know, and have a primary purpose about life, you know, let your life purpose be, I'm going to, I'm going to follow my dreams, I'm going to do what I need to do, I'm going to put in the hours it takes to be the best I can be, and, and it's not really for other people to judge. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like you do the best you can every time you sing or every time you rap or every time you play an instrument. Um, you put your all into it and um, and and commit to it. You know, there's difference. You can hear people, oh, I'm a singer. But then it, it doesn't sound like they're a singer. It sounds like a <laughs> I definitely agree as a radio personality. Uh, I have listened to some things that have been submitted to me that were interesting. Um, <laughs> and as a artist, I too have had good performances and maybe not so good performances. So, um, you know, we, we've been there and I, I ask this question a lot. I love asking this question because everyone has a different perspective of it. And I, I believe that that was the best answer that I have received is not only stay consistent, but in short, paraphrasing, invest in yourself and take the time to do so and make sure that you have that dream that you are not setting to the side and just calling it, yeah, eh, it's my hobby. Eh, it's what I like to do. But no, I'm passionate about it and I'm going to see it all the way through and take the necessary steps that it takes to get there. Not only are you sharing that with the audience in the radio world, but you're sharing that with myself. So I I definitely am taking notes as well for me. Um, So I thank you. I really do. Well, I know that you're talented too. I didn't came to one of them shows you did. You was holding it down. I try, I try. I got got my little autograph book out. A gra- yeah, we, we, we got a graph I, for I, a graph, huh? <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah, I could do a good autograph. All them women's like, oh, girl, you were throwing it down. <laughs> it was all warming on you like a beehive. Well, listen, that's, that's what we, that's what, that's because we, we love what we do and we give back to our community, you know? And so that's what it's about. And it's about the unity. It's about the love shown in, in the video summertime. That is with Fish Hooks again on YouTube. You guys can catch that. F I S H O K Z is how you're going to find him. That is how it is spelled. So we're very adamant as artists on wording and how to spell our brands. So I want to make sure I'm clear there. Um, also, I want to make sure that you guys are aware February 24th, Fish Hooks is going to be on stage at the Rumpa Notes. 5041 Rainer Avenue South and he will be there and I will be hosting and so we're both going to be in the building and it's going to be a smashing good time so if you're not there you're just going to have to go ahead and be a square <laughs> yeah, I also, uh, also got an uh, album that I just put out um, if you go to Bandcamp uh, Bandcamp.fishhooksbandcamp.com you can buy my album also, uh, also, I'm going to be performing some new music that I'm, I'm just finishing up in the studio so I can give you all something new. And uh, fishhooks.com okay. is also, also available. If you want to just, you know, take a little journey on the, my music, um, all my music's on there from way back in the day till current. So, well, see, you beat me to it. I was going to ask you if there's anything you wanted to share with them that you had upcoming. But look at you. You're about to steal my job as a radio personality here. Now, see? 
You have a very, very genuine and um, compassionate story. I don't even want to call it a story. I, I hate that word to say story when people are explaining what they've been through in life. It is not a story. It's a life experience. And I'm very, yeah, very, right. I'm very adamant about that when I say that. So I'm going to retract the word story. Um, it's a life experience. So we thank you, Fish, for sharing that with us. And we will see you at Rumba Notes, baby. And you guys better be there because we are going to be there. And I've given you the address so you don't have an excuse. Fish, thank you yeah. ever so much for your time. Stay on the line and we will definitely keep you in the green room, get you some grapes or something. So stay put, Fish. Thank you very much, Carol. I'm really proud of you. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Again, you guys, it's your girl, Exclusively L, right here, Exclusively L Presents. It is Fish Hooks that is going to be your featured artist at Soul Cafe, February the 24th. It is going to be 5041 Rainer Avenue South. Be there or be square. Love is life. Life is love. But this music, baby, it stays universal. Deuces. <laughs>